Hello, heroes, and Accio Adventure. Heroes, this week we'll be playing through the magical world of Harry Potter, Hogwarts and all. Specifically, we're setting our fanfiction during the time period of Book 5, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Like other shows on the network, Adventure is less concerned with crunch and more with making storytelling as easy as possible. To that end, we're sort of in a unique situation with Harry Potter because J.K. Rowling has stated that she doesn't want an official RPG system based on our properties. So we've decided to use the system Savage Worlds, which is a relatively flexible but powerful and customizable system. That'll show her. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be explaining mechanics on the fly. But before we get to the game, let's meet our cast for this week. Our PCs are going to be Ron, Luna, and Hermione. You may notice that there's no Harry. Our reasoning was that within the time period of Book 5, Harry's friends are off having their own awesome series of adventures, while Harry is off, like, being sad, taking occlumency lessons, trying to snog Cho Chang, snog, British slang, Look at uh, you. Uh, Cho Chang awkwardly, and uh, basically just being mopey all the time. And he's, like, angsty and isolated, and we thought it'd be easier to have an adventure that could fit into what's going on in book five, if we focused on Harry's more awesome friends during this time period. Playing Ron Weasley is my friend and co-host on Never Tell Me the Pods, Johnny O'Mara. Hello. (laughs) Uh, Johnny, do you want to talk to us a little bit about Ron? What does Ron mean to you? Oh, gosh. Bless Ron. Uh, (laughs) Bless this mess. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he's like, he's such an interesting character because like all of his friends are just like better than him like i mean they are like hermione's like the smartest person ever and harry's like the most famous person ever and ron is just like constantly overshadowed and he has tons of siblings i can't i mean i don't think anyone knows exactly the number of siblings and they're all like super successful at all different things and ron's just like just really good at like trying hard and being a good guy Which is, you know, that's, and Dumbledore knew that, which is why he gave him the Deluminator. Yeah. He knew that he knew that he would come back and be, and be loyal. You know, this is something that I thought of, I'm like rereading the books right now. And mm-hmm. if you want me to stop talking. No, 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 uh, no. But like each one of the, the trio, the main trio sort of represents a different house. They should be Gryffindor. in a di- yeah, they could be in a different which house. Which is so cool and interesting. And Ron is obviously the Hufflepuff. Yeah. And Hermione's oh, yeah. like, duh, the Ravenclaw and mm-hmm. Harry Slytherin. And. And I think that he were it not for like the fact that he needed to be in Gryffindor to meet Harry and Hermione and like kill Voldemort, he would have been in Hufflepuff. Yeah. But also, yeah. well, genetics probably plays into it a little bit. Yeah, too, I, I mean, everybody in the Weasley family. Yeah. And yeah. Ron would have been so horrified if the probably the Sorting Head did tell him he might be might have to be in Hufflepuff. Can you imagine and how he was scary that must have been? Horrified because he probably thought none of his brothers had ever heard that before, and mm-hmm. it had never been doubted. Because that's the kind of thing he'd think, and it'd be so sad. I think Ginny could do well in Slytherin too. She has a <laughs> she has a, a point. cruel a streak. Um, that voice that you just heard is my friend Sarah Stout, who will be playing Teen Genius or Teenius. Hermione. I want to thank Sarah for, in true Hermione fashion, basically making the character sheets and doing a lot of the customization work and doing, honestly, a lot of the 
less interesting work for this show. So less interesting? You're telling me I had to reskin my favorite role playing system for my favorite fandom? Oh no! <laughs> well, TLDR, I didn't really want to do it. So. This is true. <laughs> yeah, I am playing Hermione. I. I mean, Harry Potter is incredibly important to me as a fandom, which I don't know if we're going to talk about later, but Hermione particularly is incredibly important to me, as I think it is for a lot of girls. I mean, she's she's the one, she's the smart one, uh, for sure, but she's also, um, I think especially in book five, the constant reminder that girls mature emotionally at a faster rate than boys do. And, like, J.K. Rowling writes her so well that way. Of Like, all through book five, she's basically just looking at these idiot friends she has and being like, it's like you like are not humans. Like, you don't understand the basic way that people are interacting around you. And I have this knowledge not because I'm smart, but because, like, I'm not actively stupid, which is what you are. Um, and I, I've, I always enjoyed that as I played that role very much. When I was in high school, and to a certain extent still, among my male friends, and um, Frank's is looking away and and, and <laughs> coughing, which is correct, and um, I, I don't know, I, I've always liked that aspect of the character, but she's also really vulnerable in a lot of ways. She's very, in, she's clearly very insecure, um, and without her smarts and without what that gets her, she's got bupkis. And she's very aware of that. But her friends are not. Her friends have no idea because they're idiots. So uh, playing a not-idiot, actually, yeah. uh, is my friend Pat O'Rourke uh, and Dungeon Rats Master. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, thanks for the plug. Uh, yeah, I'm playing Luna Lovegood, who I like to think is the smart one. No offense. No, it's true. No offense. I think Hermione is <laughs> very intelligent and book smart, but what Luna is is worldly. She, yes. At in, least she, <laughs> at least she's she, convinced. She, I like she's this totally. tension already. Yeah, this I know, is very good. They, I would say these two characters never really warm No, they don't. Yeah. I don't think Hermione understands Luna. Nope. And Luna doesn't really care. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always loved Luna. Um, reading the books, seeing the movies. Yeah, when we were talking about this, I remember you requested Luna first, didn't you? You're yeah, like, right I away. would love to be Luna yeah. if no one... Yeah. If no one's taking her or you wanted you know, us to play like our gender or yeah. whatever. Happy to not play Luna, but I just want to put it on the table. I am very comfortable and very interested in playing Luna. Just because I think she has the best worldview in the book. Yep. She does. It's something um, Johnny and I were actually just talking about is, you know how you have like ambition when you're younger? Mm-hmm. You have all this ambition, but the older you get, it's more about being happy. Like, mm-hmm. how, how do I figure out how to be happy? Luna's like that all the time, even at a young age. <clears throat> She's more seeking like comfort in this world versus the ambition to be like, you know, the boy who lived or whatever. Like she's much more centered than everybody else, although not quite. Yeah. (laughs) Deeply delusional. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're never proven whether how delusional she is. All right, save it, save it for the actual game. Okay. This is this Fine. is good stuff. Are you sure we're not proven time and time again how delicious she is? <laughs> she might be right. We don't know all the time. <laughs> we actually, from what I, from my research, I believe there's only one thing that Luna finally had to acknowledge wasn't real, and everything. It's like the Crumplehorn Snorkax snor- 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 when that thing blows up in yeah. her dang house. Yeah. Oh, she's not there though, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. There's one animal or creature that, that she eventually admits that she eventually isn't real. she's like, oh, I think my dad made that up, and she's like sad about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. which is very sad. Aww. Luna, you can't be right all the time. Yeah, 
Uh, so she's only right 97% of the time. <laughs> Sarah is making a resentful uh, face right now. Uh, very good. Okay, so with all that out of the way, um, Accio theme music. Please don't sue us. It's weird. It's unrecognizable. It's fine. <laughs> it's weird that John Williams puts that line at the end. Of- Please don't sue us. I mean, that's just that's a cover your ass measure. It's <laughs> We're setting this game during Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, and as a refresher, Harry Potter Book 5 features the odious character of Professor Umbridge, who's their new defense against the dark arts teacher. Um, Her lessons are totally and completely useless, and they mostly consist of just reading the textbook with no real practical magic. This is obviously a huge problem, because in Book 4, we learn that Voldemort has returned. Oh, sorry, I probably shouldn't say his name. We learn that he who must not be named has returned, and uh, so obviously the kids need to learn how to defend themselves. Uh, Eventually... In the course of the book, Ron and Hermione attempt to convince Harry that he should teach his own clandestine lessons to a bunch of the other kids, and he gets super angry at the suggestion, and then he yells at them, and I believe he breaks a bowl. Um, <laughs> Harry breaks so many things in this book. Well, the, la- the whole last chapter is just him, like, breaking things. Breaking he breaks everything, everything in, in Dumbledore's office. Yeah. It's great. Everything. Um, I will pseudo be playing the role of Harry for this. So, um, But anyway, uh, the book... What was that skeptical look? Pseudo? No, well, you're playing Harry. Well, I'll also be the GM, so not just Harry. Yeah. I yeah. don't think... Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. No, I <laughs> want to see this fight play out. <laughs> <laughs> the use of the word pseudo? <laughs> yeah, now I'm thinking about Pokemon. Damn it. Okay, oh. uh... Harry, uh, so the line from Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, which is your motivation, is uh, chapter 16. Hermione made no mention of Harry giving defense against the dark arts lessons for two whole weeks after her original suggestion. In game, this is the day after your disastrous encounter with Harry. And so you're just sitting in the Great Hall in one of those beautiful, like, grassy quad areas, you know? Um, And you're sort of discussing what to do about the secret classes. Ron and Hermione are sitting next to each other um, on uh, like a just one of those like bench things. Luna is walking around proclaiming various students to be under the influence of Raxperts, that thing that makes you dizzy and crazy. Um, so you're just sort of generally around in the vicinity. And you can listen in if you want because um, these two are kind of engrossed in their conversation. But yeah. Oh, I just don't understand why Harry won't teach any defense against the dark arts lessons. There's just no one else who could possibly teach us what to do if Voldemort attacks. What? <laughs> Bloody hell, don't say his name. We have to learn to say his name, Ron, if we're going to be able to defeat him. Well, fine. You can say it, and I will just wince every time you say it. (laughs) And that's just how it's going to be. Do you think, if we put in all the legwork and made it clear to him that it'd be safe, that he might be willing to teach these classes anyway? We don't have to tell him, because I only have so many bowls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm so busy with Quidditch practice, and and but if you if you want to do it, I well, would... yes, Ron, because you spend so much of your extra time studying instead of just running around with your brothers blowing things up. Well, do you think you could put some of that time that you spend with your brothers aside for the purpose of trying to defeat the Dark Lord who wants to kill everyone like me and also your entire family? Well, when you put it like that, it, it, yeah, yes, yeah, all right. All right, so we're agreed. We're going to try and make Harry teach us these lessons. Yes, right after lunch. <laughs> hey, hey, sorry to interrupt. Um, Hello? Hello, Hi. Luna. Hello, so good to see you guys. I, I, was, I was wondering, have you seen my shoes? Oh, you're not, you're not wearing your, sh- your shoes. Where, well, where did you last put them? 
Mm, on my feet. Did you put them on your feet by your bed? I think that's very likely. Well, why don't you go look there? Mm, what are you guys talking about? Well, none, none of none of your business, quite quite frankly. But Ron, all business is everyone's business. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I, I don't think so. So I would like all of you to make notice checks. Luna is unusually good at this, Pat. If you Luna's Where would notice? Notice is it's oh. in the skills list. And yeah, I, I built Luna because I feel like she actually kind of sees and hears everything. Yeah. She's real quiet. I don't have notice. Yeah, no, you don't. That you means you have a minus two D4 penalty minus to notice. Two. Uh, so you also roll your d6. Okay, so... Should we do? Should we? Do, should we explain the okay, basics the, of what we're doing? To yeah, yeah, people sure. At home? Uh, Savage Worlds basic basic rules. Uh, any protagonist rolls two dice. The first is their trait die, which is what any you, protagonist and Ron and and Ron. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the rest is their trait or skill die. Just like many role playing games, that you build a character, they go up in rank. Um, so start with a D four all the way up to a D twelve. Your second dice is called your wild card die. It's a D six. Um, the purpose of which is basically to make protagonists better at things than other people. Four is always your target. Um, and if you max out a die, you get to roll it again and add on top, and it blows up, and everyone gets really excited. Woo, blows so, up! Um, so for those of us who have a notice skill, like Hermione's got a D6, I think... I have a D6 plus two. Got a D6 Very plus two nice. because of an edge she took. And um, and yeah, I'll roll it up. Okay, so I got a five in my wild die... And a one on my regular die, so I succeed. I succeed. Okay, uh, Pat, what'd you get? Uh, six, and it's Luna, thanks. Six, Sorry. did it blow up? Luna? Did, no, is... that's with my plus two. Oh, okay. Ron? Uh, that's a one. Okay. <laughs> um, that's what we thought. Ron is thinking really, really hard right now about Quidditch. <laughs> like, the hardest he's ever thought about. <laughs> he's just got images of, like, Aiden Lynch, the, the Quidditch player, like, zooming around, and he's, like, tracking his movements. He is Chudley Cannon fodder right now. Ugh. Um, you guys, both of whom succeeded, noticed that there are a lot, of, a lot more eyes on the three of you than normal. There are people who have sort of perked up at the fact that um, Ron and Hermione, two of the important people, and Luna, who is a source of a lot of curiosity and the school are talking to each other. Ah, oh, well, the Raxperts are in full force. <laughs> the the Raxperts? Hmm. Do you mean that there are people listening to us? Bloody hell, the Ronsky faint. <laughs> <laughs> it would sure seem that way. Luna, do you know why people are looking at us? People are always looking at me. <laughs> oh. Well, there's... If you'd like, I could talk to you at some point about how to make that not happen, but we'll move. I don't we'll mind move. it. Oh, all right. Um, Luna, when you were over there, could you hear what we were saying? All I heard was Voldemort. Oh. Bloody hell. It probably makes... And then Ron winced. <laughs> <laughs> how did you hear him wince? I, I have a high notice skill. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> My mistake. Hermione looks actually quizzical and interested for the first time. Out of curiosity, Luna, your father and your family, where did they stand on um, he who must not be named during the last Wizarding War? They didn't like him. Yeah. Right? But yeah. I'm trying to remember, what was it? Was there a specific event? No, not really. No, I'm just I'm asking. I'm asking for fanfic yeah, yeah. character development. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering if it, no. like, I, I mean, she, she was kid. pure blood, but um, during the Wizarding War, he was, like, obviously on the side of the good yeah. guys. Good guys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't like him very much. <laughs> all right. Like most wizards. So, all right. I remember my mom saying, ugh, 
that he who should not be named, we should stop talking about him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I suppose that makes sense. And say, Luna, what do you and the rest of the Ravenclaws think of Professor Umbridge's way of teaching Defense Against the Dark Arts? Oh, it seems so boring. It is quite boring, isn't it? Sometimes you need to just get out there and feel the world around you. It's true. And, Luna, I know that your father's taught you a number of strange spells. Do you know... You're not so strange, Hermione. Do you know any jinxes? I sure do. Interesting. Well, Luna, if you're ever interested in, um, perhaps learning a little bit more about how best to pass your defense against the Dark Arts Owl, uh, do let me know. Um, I, we might have something for you. Oh, I'm interested. All right. All right. When do we start? Oh, uh, well, you see, Luna, it, it, it could be... I'm free all afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Uh, well, you see, Luna, it could be quite, um... Well, it's just I am not sure that Professor Umbridge would approve. Are you all right with doing something that's not entirely um, above board? Yeah. <laughs> you don't mind breaking the rules? No. And you're not going to tell anyone? People wouldn't believe me anyway. Ron, what do you think? Great planning meeting, Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have enough time to head up to the Great Hall for lunch. That's true. I, I whispered around as a side. I, I do think that working with her has the advantage of... A third, you know, third set of arms, and she's right. It, if she mentioned it to anybody, no one would believe that she actually spends time with us. I can hear you. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Luna. I, it's it's it, okay. It's what you said. It, it's true, after yeah. all. Hermione, she did mention her notice is very high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy because I literally wrote down, Hermione points out that what we need is plausible deniability. <laughs> and if we're going to ask someone for help, it needs to be someone that no one would take seriously. And I did not share these notes with you. <laughs> oh, that's you amazing, guys really? just came around to that. Um, okay, so you guys are uh, heading to the Great Hall for lunch. Um, it's pretty regular to have a Ravenclaw with you on your way to lunch but luna's like weird enough that it's not really like luna's never with anybody yeah luna's never with anybody so so you guys are sort of discussing the eventual formation of this clandestine group and you realize that you'll need some sort of way to make sure that nobody talks about the about the group so um that's what's in the back of hermione's mind and ron has probably finished thinking about quidditch and started thinking about lunch so yeah, for sure. Uh, that's uh, that's what's going on. Can in he this think next about scene. both at the same time? Or Absolutely is that not. not. So that he's getting, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Luna, you were mentioning jinxes. Um, so let's just say hmm. I wanted to make sure uh, that anybody who decided to reveal our little club—it doesn't have a name—but our little club to anyone would be um, uncomfortable. What do you think? What? Uh, well, I don't think that requires a jinx at all. Well, how so? You just need to have some trust. Oh, well, yes. Obviously, they would feel morally bad about the fact that they'd betrayed us. But I more meant something physical. Like dangerous and harmful? Well, not dangerous, but harmful, yes. I would hmm. like to harm them. Shame. I, well, yes. See, again, I don't think we need a jinx for this at all. Well, I, I, I Ron, what do you think? Do, do you think that, that we ought to... To curse people somehow. I realize I realize that sounds so it bad. It's very dark. But Hermione. given given the stakes at hand, I feel it's important. What if we tell someone about this and they go straight to Professor Umbridge? We'll all be put in detention for sure. And I don't have time to serve detention. I'm taking all of the owls. You're right. I don't think they'll have meat pies again. <laughs> <laughs> we did have them earlier in the week. 
But bloody hell, it would be nice. Focus, Rob. Focus. <laughs> well, I am. I am. What do you think? <laughs> well, s- steak and ale uh, pie would be my preference, but... Ron, uh, do you think it's bad if we put a, a, a curse on anybody we tell? And that way, that way, if they reveal what's happening, something really nasty will happen well, to them. No, does that make you as bad as he who shall not be named? No, no, I don't think it does. I think that in this case, it's very important to sometimes have consequences for one's actions so that, so that one can serve the greater good. Hermione, I think you need to see a therapist. <laughs> I, I think I'm just fine, Luna, although I imagine you know quite a lot about that. I know a ton. Have you seen a therapist? Many. I watched my mom die when I was nine. <laughs> oh, I'm well, I'm 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 so I'm so I'm sorry about that. That that sounds awful. I'm over it. Is a therapist like a muggle thing? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really just someone you talk to about your feelings. Oh, like a friend? Well, yes, except they're not your friend. Uh, at this point, um, <laughs> there uh, there's like a shuffling from behind you guys, and uh, Harry like uh, walks oh in. Uh, speaking of people who need to talk to their friends about their problems, uh, <laughs> or a therapist, or a therapist, <laughs> um, Harry looks at the two of you, uh, Ron and Hermione, and um, moves the other end of the table. Like he does not want to talk about the um, teaching people defense against the dark arts, and he just attacks the like. Um, the the shepherd's pie. You're lo- you're in luck, Ron. They have shepherd's pie today. It's not uh, quite, it's not quite pie. meat pie, but it's, it's, it's close. close. Yeah. He makes a he makes a great show of attacking the shepherd's pie, but then he like won't eat it. Like he wants people to see that he's not eating it. What a waste! <laughs> what a waste of perfectly good shepherd's pie, mate. It, it does look like he's still rather angry with us, hasn't it, Ron? Hi, Harry. <laughs> Luna's waving. Um, <laughs> Why uh, don't you come sit over here? Uh, Harry's eyes raise, uh, and then he turns to Luna and says, "Oh, hello, Luna." Uh, no, I think I'm fine. Okay. Hey. Uh, he looks at he looks at the two of you, makes eye contact, and then looks back down at his pie. Ron, what, do you think we should we should go talk to him? What you're sometimes you're closer to him than I am. Maybe you know. I I just feel like he's so upset all the time. <laughs> he looks a little busy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's not eating. Well, no, but he's brooding and. Well, he's been that brooding all of, summer. Right, well, right, but we didn't we didn't talk to him much. Well, we, we couldn't. We well, explained. I know, I know that, but he doesn't seem to understand. And <sighs> I suppose we we might as well just give him some time. Is that what you're saying? I'd rather go talk to him. Well, you go talk to him. I'll wait here and eat, and you let me know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, I, I just I just wanted to see if you're okay. You seemed uh, well. I we just hadn't talked since last night. Got a lot on my mind. I guess that's true. Um, uh, well then, uh, all our classes aren't so bad, right? Umbridge isn't so bad, but well, Umbridge is bad. But I mean, there's, there's at least there's still transfigurations and charms and things. Yeah, and all the homework that we get with it. Well, yes, I'm, 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 I'm happy to help if, if you need it. Um, thanks. Uh, he's he brightens a little bit and he says, "I appreciate that." All, all right. Well, I'm, I'm going to go eat. It, it looks like you want. To be alone, but if you'd like to join us, we're right at the end of the end of the table. He he thinks for a moment and then says, "Yeah, all right." Uh, and he gets up uh, and walks over to the rest of you. Good. Hey, hey, Harry. How's it going? Uh, <laughs> uh, he, I mean, Harry's not thrown by your disgusting table manners. <laughs> um, he says, "All right." Shepherd's pie is almost meat pie. <laughs> it's close enough. But it's got meat in it. Well, right, but it's not got a pie crust. That's fair. <laughs> Harry, uh, Harry says, um, so what are you all talking about? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. 
Um, hello, Luna. Harry says, sensing weakness. <laughs> uh, Hermione kicks Luna really hard <laughs> under the table. Uh, nothing. We're talking about nothing. Owls. We're talking about owls. Oh, yes, owls. Mm-hmm. Oh. What kind of owls? Well, we were just talking about owls we had as children. Well, not me, obviously, but Luna and Ron at House Hedwig. Oh, um, well, she was looking a bit peaky the other day. Uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't been to visit her in a while. A lot of detention, you know. Oh, yes. How's that going? Um, he, uh, sort of puts his hand on the table and says, fine, I guess. Well, all right. There's no marks on it yet, right? No. That's yeah. the, that comes later. Yeah. With the creepy detention thing. You suppose shepherds make apple pie with mashed potatoes? They do. <laughs> No, I, I don't. I don't think that's true. I, I've never heard of that before. I think it is true. I think there it's are true. maybe wizard shepherds. Are there wizard shepherds? Yes, oh, of course. What do they herd? Sheep. We still have sheep. Magic <laughs> sheep. Oh, Luna's got to know what they herd. It's kind of weird. That's sheep who only walk on their hind legs. What? <laughs> what? They don't need four legs. That's they only need two. Do they wield wands as well? Of course. Oh. They're magic. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, all right, all right. Harry has pretty much had enough of this at this <laughs> point. Uh, so he, shove, he shoves like one last spoonful of shepherd's pie into his mouth and then um, sort of saunters off. See you at practice, mate. Yeah. Bye, practice. Harry. Bye, Luna. <laughs> Bye, Harry. I'll, I'll see you in class. Bye, Hermione. Um, he walks away. Loda laughs, that one. Oh, well, yes. He seems upset. Very perceptive, Luna. Thank you. <laughs> Hermione, her notice is so high. It's just so high. <laughs> so you guys discuss what can be done. And, and you know, Luna has an objection to making making it a curse. Like, right. Luna, it seems like you, sound, you have a big problem with it being a curse. Like, yeah. something like that would be... Well, how about, Luna, if it were something removable? How about... Pimples. There's nothing really wrong with pimples, is there? I mean, you've got a few yourself. I've got one or two. And look at Ron. He's covered in them. Oh, right. I I mean, I'm just stating a fact. Well, right. Your your teeth used to be big. Well, that was because of a curse. (laughs) Right. But but you didn't keep them. You let let Madame Pumphrey magic them small. I suppose that's true. And pimples can be deadly. Haven't you heard the story? (laughs) I haven't, Luna. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you going to tell us, or are you just going to let us die from all these pimples? <laughs> I'll let you find out for yourself. Bloody hell. Uh, <laughs> well, they won't be deadly pimples. I just think that in case we make a lapse of judgment in who we tell, we want to make sure that we can, you know, know who it is that gave us up. You want a scarlet letter, then? Well, y- What's a scarlet letter? I read it in this fantasy book. Oh, all right. You read The Scarlet Letter by Nathaniel Hawthorne, the American author. Oh, yes, that's right. It was a muggle book. Oh, all right. They have a real issues over there. They do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Definitely a, a culture that has difficulty with people who are different and shaming. Mm. That's the muggles, yes. Does that sound familiar, Hermione? <laughs> oh, pudding! Funny <laughs> 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 every time. So your problems, I guess, are... Uh, just to sort of uh, lay it out for you, mm. your problems are Harry, other than Harry, uh, <laughs> figuring out a way to determine who gave you up, um, mm-hmm. figuring out a way to make it work, even when the person might be give- like you can't just jinx them right. at the time right. because 
you won't know when they give you up and you can't just jinx everybody, right? So you've got to figure out a way of linking it to whoever is on the list of this mm-hmm. uh, hypothetical club and figuring out a way to make the thing act sort of in a delayed fashion, which right. seems like pretty powerful magic. It is, yeah. So. Well, I suppose we might need to go to the library and mm. look up how to how to do this. What I mean, I know surprise. how to. I know how to do. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I know how to do a basic pimple jinx, but I have no idea how to delay it in that way. Do you, Ron? Do you know? Well, of course not, Hermione. I wonder if Fred and George would know. Well, sh- they'll just put it in a candy, won't they? Well, yes, mm. but I. I mean, yes. Don't eat their candy, <laughs> but, but the candies are all based on some fairly powerful magic. I mean, they're much smarter than they let on. Her Hermione, make a knowledge check. A knowledge what? Spells. Okay. Um, I roll. Do you have? Is that a skill in there? Well, I have. Let's see. I think these. I think I would use. I think knowledge would be separate from the actual casting spell. Yeah. So it I'll would roll. Be. I'll roll the d4 plus my. D6, obviously. I feel like um, you have a higher... Well, I blew up, so... Uh, I have a seven. Cool. Um, so you know there is... So the the, the pimple uh, jinx in question is Fernunculus, and you've witnessed both uh, Fred and George and other people and uh, students use it in the halls. Um, it's something that just creates pimples when you're hit with it. Um, so that's a good starting point. But that's not something that's delayed action. You're going to have to mm-hmm. combine it with some other spell in order to a good point. Um, make it work later. So what do you think? Uh, just so I know, Fred, if I lead us off in a direction where we go ask Fred and George for help, am I putting us in uncharted territory? No, not at all. Okay, cool. So what do you think? You reckon we might need to ask your brothers? Well, do you know where they are? I do. Why do you know where they are? <laughs> I saw them. Hermione, her notice is so high. <laughs> it's like you don't even listen to us. <laughs> Well, I... They're also lighting off fireworks in the quad. <laughs> it's true. They are lighting off fireworks right that's now. that's true. Oh, no. Let's wait. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wait till they're done, Ron. But then I, I reckon you better approach them. They oh, they no. don't act like it, but they actually do like it. No. Ever, ever since I was made a prefect, they've sort of been taking the piss out of me a lot. Well, yes, but this is important. I think they'll understand. I don't think you don't know Fred and George. <laughs> uh, so let's cut then. Uh, if, if you guys want to go ask Fred and George for help. Sure. Uh, and Luna is absolutely right. They are currently setting off uh, a bunch of fireworks uh, in the quad. So Fred and George are uh, a little bit shorter than you, Ron. Um, and uh, they are sort of up on a hill uh, overlooking some of the nice Scottish countryside. And one of them's elbowing the other one. You can't really tell which. Um, and says, like, a bit louder, I think. Do you reckon? And the other one says, a bit louder and smellier. Um, of course their fireworks smell Ron, go, go ask them Oi, you lot Oi, Percy Jr No Ooh. Oh, rough <laughs> That's real rough, this book, though Like, he just abandoned their whole family yep. Jeez <laughs> come, come on, Fred, George Forge Honestly, you call, call yourself, yourself a brother, brother. Well, sometimes <laughs> Good, Good one, one. Well, Okay look, look, Hermione's got a question Can you just go over there and talk to her? Why didn't you just send Hermione over here? Well, I don't know. She wanted me to come over here. <laughs> ah, well, you're always good at taking orders. Okay, thank you. They, I guess, um, just uh, wave at Hermione. <sighs> Luna waves back. <laughs> and maybe, maybe... Oh, you've got Looney with you. Well, yeah, don't call her that. She's, she's actually pretty all right. Uh, George uh, turns and says, Well, it's not what we had in mind for you, but uh, I hope you two are very happy together. No, it, it's not like that. Uh, at this point, Hermione comes stomping over. Well, hello. Uh, busy... Oh, God, this smells awful. What have you put in this? It's a secret. Well, yes, I imagine, but... Well, 
to be honest, we, we came over... I thought Ron was just going to ask you, but apparently he needs me. We came over to ask for some help. Say, what, what do you think of um, Umbridge's uh, teaching style? What teaching style? Well, I suppose that's accurate. Well, tell you the truth, and don't tell Harry, but we asked him if maybe he'd like to teach us defense against the dark arts. Now, he... He doesn't, but I think I can get. I think I can get. Are you to taking the Mickey, Harry? Well, he's the only person who's ever been able to stand up to Voldemort. What's he going to do? Cry on him? Hermione, well, what is the matter with you? He's the only one who's ever taken on you know who by himself. Thank you. And we thought, well, if Umbridge isn't going to teach us, who who else can? Other than, well, we've just got to teach ourselves or have. Harry teaches. Hermione, have you seen Harry? What, was Moaning Myrtle busy? I know. I think he's going to get better as the year progresses, and I'd just like to lay the groundwork so that when he feels better, we'll have everything all set for him. What do you want from us, Hermione? Well, obviously this has to remain a secret, and I know that... It's perfect keeping secret. Only because... She also wants to curse people. Well, I... This just got a lot more interesting. Well... I only want to curse, curse people for the good of all. Hold, Hold on. on. The both of them look up at the sky for a moment and then look down and then say, just, just wanted to save this, this moment. moment. <laughs> well, the truth is, I'm concerned that we might tell someone or the word might get out and then uh, they'd report on us to Umbridge and we wouldn't even know who they were. Uh, Fred and George give mock salutes and say, operational, operational security. security. Exactly. So I figured that we don't want anything too painful, but Fununculus Jinx should do the, tri- should do the trick. I know how to cast that. Bit pedestrian, really. really. Well, I mean, I don't want... Well, Luna doesn't want them getting hurt. Oh, what's the fun in that? We're just as bad as he is. Harry? <laughs> sure, that too. Good point. Well, the problem is this. I'd like to have a sign-up sheet, an object, and you, you all are quite good at, at enchanting objects to do this kind of thing. Kind, kind of you notice. notice. Well, you're all really a lot more smart than, than you give yourselves credit for. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you really put your mind they to begin, it, you uh, could get they a number be- of newts. They begin whispering <laughs> and uh, start uh, dramatically talking about the ingredients in their latest uh, fire smell. Yeah. Anyway, I, I need a magic sign-up sheet. That's what I need. Something where once you put your name down, if you told anyone about what we're doing, you'll get horribly cursed with pimples. That's what I want. But don't kill him. I don't want to hurt anybody, although apparently there are dangerous, d- fatal pimples. Not that kind of pimples. The normal kind of pimples. Uh, Fred turns to Luna and uh, and basically, with great seriousness, says, like, we'll want to hear all about this later. But uh, please forward all of our correspondence to our secretary, Ron. Well, no, I'm not. Okay. I'm not your secretary. I'm not your secretary. I'm not your secretary. Keep saying it. It will eventually be true. I'm not your secretary. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Huh, you've placed this in a bit of a pickle on here. On the one hand, this sounds like opportunity for more chaos. On the other hand, it seems like a lot of work and we don't really want to do it. If you'll just tell me how to do it or where to look things up, I can go do it myself. Or we could trade. We could give you something. I've got these glasses. <laughs> uh, Fred and George, like, about about lose it and they're, uh, they start uh, twitching a little bit, but then they turn back to Hermione and say, You know, I'm afraid this isn't really our area. Um, we're really busy with... Um, and then Fred elbows George, because, uh, like, you know, Weasley's Wizarding Wheezes isn't exactly something that they right. want to, like, talk about in front, in front of prefix and whatever. Um, we're really busy with our... And Fred says, Nudes? No, they are taking nudes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I get the joke now. <laughs> it was a really good joke. That was a really good joke. Um, Honestly, why haven't you just gone to the library? Well, I'm 
I'm just very concerned about, what was it you called it? Operational security. But I guess you're right, we can go look at the library. I just thought you'd be faster and you might be interested. It's going to be a secret club we're using to bring down teachers and sneak behind their backs to cast jinxes on people. It seemed like it would be up your alley. Tell you what, we're working on making these new toffees that can, in a pinch, uh, remove, uh, let's say, physical physical evidence. Okay. If you can manage to make this work, maybe we can test a few bits of parchment. What do you mean by physical evidence? Yeah, it sounds gross. (laughs) Oh, it is, it is. Is it it poop? No, it's not poop. Although, (laughs) says George. (laughs) No, it's not. I more meant, uh, you know these skiving snack boxes we've been working on? I don't want to know too much about them. I'm a prefect, remember? Right, of course. It would be a shame if you were involved and in so anything... And so is Ron. You don't want to tell him these things. He might he It might would be a shame trouble. if you were involved in anything illegal or untoward or outside of the school code. Again, this is only okay because it involves you-know-who. Oh, oh so, so does ours. Your skiving snack boxes. Yes. yes. Ooh, can you tell me about them? I, we would love to, uh, but they're not exactly... How do we put it? ...working. Can I help? Uh, Fred and George elbow each other and look to each other and say, No, I think that's, that's all right. right. But if okay. um, if you are interested in uh, testing them at some point, uh, we are going to put a sign-up sheet in well, the... Well, it would have to go in the Gryffindor common room, which I suppose you don't have access to. Well, just consider me signed up. <laughs> Fred, and George, uh, Fred turns to Hermione and says... If you need to test this jinx and make sure it's not too permanent, I suppose we have some ways of being able to help you. Ensure that it's not, he looks at Luna, deadly. Yeah, good. All right. Well, I don't know then, Ron. What do you think? Off to the library? Your favorite place? Well, we could have done that 40 minutes ago. I mean, we wouldn't have to... Always Always good to have have a family family reunion, little brother. Mm. Sure. See you at practice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fred and George resumed their horrible testing. Okay, so what's your plan now? Library. Library. Yeah. Let's All right. go to the library. So you guys head to the library. There are a variety of stressed-looking fifth years, you know, because, you know, it's owl season and everybody's freaking out. And Madam Pence swooping around like an overgrown bat. She's positively Snape-like in her, uh, in her movements right now because there's a lot of people in the library and that means noise and that means people, that means children touching books, which is pretty much Madam Pence's nightmare. So. That's true. Oh, wait, what is the, the section in the library? It's the not restricted called, section. The restricted, I knew it wasn't yeah. the forbidden section, restricted yeah. section. Well, Luna, Ron, do you think, well, it occurs to me that the books that we're looking for, they're probably not in the, the normal stacks, you know? Mm-hmm. The no, prob- they'll be behind the curtain in the forbidden section. Well, yes, that's what I'd think. Luna, have you ever been back there? Oh, yes. Really? When? Oh, yesterday. <laughs> How did you get back there without Madame Pince knowing? Um, I don't know. Very observant. I just waited for her to be on the other side of the room. Well, that's actually quite useful. Ron and I have been, but only, well, only when we've been, um... Invisible. I wasn't going to tell her, Ron. The invisibility cloak's a secret. Is it? It's a, it is a very, very public secret. I knew you had it. I suppose. To I... be fair, your notice is quite high. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you guys breathing. Oh, <laughs> Now I have this image that Luna just like followed them around on some of their missions, just (laughs) listening to them breathing. Luna's the best. She is. She is. Look, I've got this. All right. Oh, all right, Ron. If what's the name of what's the name of the book you want? Well, I'd imagine it would be. Uh, I'll let you make a check about this. Yeah, I I need to actually. I would think. Uh, I'll make a knowledge. Um. Ooh, blow up. Six. Cool. Um, you're looking for something that 
What you're trying to do is make a contract, basically. Right. So you'll need to look in the magical law section. Oh, God. Oh, God. Pranks. <laughs> <laughs> is there a restricted section of the magical oh, law yeah. section? How big is the restricted section, do we think, in comparison to the rest of the library? Double the size. That is, <laughs> yeah. always it's bigger on the inside. <laughs> There's actually a spell for that. I yep. have notes for it. Anyway, um, the, the TARDIS spell. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, well. Nerd. <laughs> Doctor Who is for nerds. Okay. <laughs> I said um, recording my Harry Potter RPG podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, and for the listener, um, Pranks did show up with a scar drawn on his forehead. Let's, let's and a Gryffindor tie. <laughs> <laughs> and just call me a nerd. But that's all right. Um, well, I imagine we're actually going to need a contracts book. Probably one from before the uh, the Wizarding Compact of of 1842, which would have made it impossible to cast contracts that had uh, you know dangerous kinds of effects. But if we can find a really old contract law book, probably called something like Contracts, 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 <laughs> then we should be able to do it. Say no more, Hermione. Also, look for the Scarlet Letter. <laughs> All the muggle books are in the restricted section. <laughs> it's just a muggle library. <laughs> um, so obviously you can't just go into the restricted section. Um, like, here's the thing. Hermione could probably get some sort of dispensation to go into the restricted section. There are a few ways you could go about this. But that would leave a paper trail, and then yeah, they'd I be able to like, So I want to try a point? summoning charm. Cool. Okay. Okay, just an Akio? Yeah, just to like, because I want to try and impress you. You're, you're, you have reasonable charms. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wah, I should have saved wah. that joke. That's oh, a good yeah. one. <laughs> try not to jinx it. Uh, all right, Hermione. Watch and learn. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. So you're going to roll your... So you do... I've built an Akio charm. Uh, you can... You can normally do something that's about 20 to 30 feet away. Um, with just a regular summoning charm. If you want to summon it from further, you would need a raise on the roll. So if you want to try, um, you would be aiming for an eight rather than aiming for a four to try and get you. Like, you're definitely at least 60 feet away from the book right gotcha. now. Gotcha. I fully do not plan on this to work. Okay. So you're going to roll um, your D8. D8 and a, and a D6. D6. Um, yeah. And I'll tell you what happens. Does Ron have great luck? Yeah, he does. Oh. I was like, I mean, holy crap. It's the only way you can a lot of... Uh, that's an eight. So then I roll again. Yeah, oh, wow. You blew yeah, up. Yeah, you do. Uh, six. So, so 14. 14. So you oh, actually wow. can... You can... This works. You can Dang. get the exact book you want to fly into your hands like a friggin' champ. Uh, Axio. Contracts, contracts, contracts. Um, <laughs> you get that book. And it turns out that it's not even in the restriction section. Oh, that's good, because um, there were definitely jinxes to prevent people yes. from doing this. So you are, the you're at your success. Like, you did really, really well. So you look super cool, and you grab the book. Um, and, like, it's, it looks very, very impressive. But it flew from a different region than the restriction section, which is very good because, as Hermione just oh, pointed out. Ron, if that had been in the restricted section, the alarm bells would have gone off. But it was very impressive. You've clearly been studying charms. One... Copy of contracts, contracts, contracts for you. All right. Well. Mm-hmm. And for you also. Oh, I wanted a different. Book. Oh, I'll try. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Axio the Scarlet. Scarlet letter. Letter. Uh, four. That's okay. a success. That's a success, but it's not enough. So instead, you get him. Uh, you get her a copy of the Scarlet Pimpernel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's this? It's the book you wanted. 
It's not, but I'll read it anyway. <laughs> uh, she immediately turns it upside down. And, <laughs> that's how Luna reads. Luna reads everything upside down, yeah. Uh, okay, so. Um, well, let's look through. Okay, so what you find is that um, this is a book that's about making magical contracts that have effects that, um, so you, you read a little bit about unbreakable vows, right? That's one possible way to. Oh, right. Um, that's a thing. Uh, but that's obviously like, pretty high level for what and you're... And you have to know you're making them. Right. Like, that's so that, our, yeah. there are a few bottlenecks there. Um, so it can't really be the unbreakable... Uh, unbreakable um, yeah. vow. Uh, then there are a few other magical contracts that basically work, like, automatically, but they um, are the kinds of things where it's, like, very, very dire situations, important things like marriages, births, wills, that sort of stuff. Um, uh, one example of this, like in the book lore, would be like that owl that or that owl that arrives after they're about to kick Harry out, um, mm-hmm. and that letter that says "Remember my last." Like basically magical oh, things yeah. that can happen. So this isn't something that's quite as important as all that. So, well, <laughs> so what you are trying to figure out is something that um, is not one of those momentous occasions and can be expanded to multiple people. Most right. of the contracts in this book are one on one. So what you're looking for is something that can zone a lot of uh, a lot of Peace. people who sign. Yeah. So I don't find what I need. No, but you do find uh, references to other books uh, and such the, as uh, the book that you hang on. Um, the book that you're looking for is called "The Law of Magical Contract Ma- Making" by Mortimus Ogerby. and um, it's a good name. That's a good Harry Potter name, man. Uh, and it is in the restricted section. All right. Well, this book's pointed us to the one we need. But it's in the restricted section. Ron, don't use Axio. Oh, what was the name of the book? Uh, the Law of Magical Contract. Axio, the Law of Magical Contract. Ron, don't. Uh, four. Okay. Um, so, gosh, that's actually good because it, it doesn't. It is good because it doesn't like the restricted section is definitely like sixty feet away, and you. So oh. here's what happens: the book doesn't get all the way to you. It just brushes against the curtain, which does trigger the alarm, but you guys aren't near it. So uh, there's a bunch of like noises, and Madame Pince like swoops down over there with her wand and like starts running in the direction of the restricted. Put your wand section. away. Look like you weren't doing anything. Uh, uh, Luna's gonna hide in one of the stacks. Cool. Uh, make a hide check. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think I gave you stealth, but it, it just make it, you should be able to do it with just a like, d four. Yeah, just a four. Just roll a d four and a d six and d six. Yeah. And then if you, I got a four. That'll work. A four total. Yeah. Um, so it's not great, but she's pretty distracted. So uh, you basically like, you know, library stacks have let lots of areas for you to hide. So you just sort of like duck behind something and flatten yourself, as though you're looking for a crumple horned. Uh, what Snorkak? Snorkak, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Madame Pince is basically like, <clears throat> it's like Metal Gear Solid slash um, like a little enemy appears with like an exclamation mark over their head or like in Zelda when... Um, yeah, so. it sucks that we're not playing that right now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Guys, let's stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, but but there's just a whole bunch of alarms that go off, but Madame Pince is the only one who... Like everybody else is so engrossed in the studying that they're doing right now and, like, this is a relatively this common is, occurrence. I imagine this happens, like, all the time. Yeah. yeah. So, like, nobody's really paying attention. But so well, they def- Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, but from my hiding spot, mm-hmm. can I try to knock the spell book? She, she, she's holding the book in her hand? She's not holding the book. She's just running over to the curtain and to the area that has the restricted section. And so she's just sort of disappeared behind the curtain and, like, is trying to figure out what's okay. going on. Because here's what I want to do. Sure. I want to knock over a stack of books next to her. Uh-huh. So she goes that way and then just walk over and pick up the book. Do you want to cool. do it 
physically, or there's a spell for yeah, this. Yeah, I want to do it with a spell. There's yeah. an app yeah, yeah. for this. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. an app for this. Um, it is, they use it in the Department of Mysteries. It is... Reduc- reducto? No, that's the thing that shrinks. Reducio shrinks things. It's, um... It's basically force push. Yeah, it's force push. It's, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's what I want to do. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I just, mm. I did it. I found it, so let me find it again. That's fine. Um, Pushio. Pushio. You have two options. One is one is. I really like Pushio. Pushio is great. One is Confringo, which is actually an exploding charm, Mm. which is kind of terrifying and would be scary. Um, But the other one is more normal. Well, Um, let's go with Pushio. Yeah, Pushio is fine. Yeah, Pushio is fine. Okay, so uh, yeah, I cast Pushio at a stack of books. Oh wait, what if you levitated the um, bookcase? Wingardium Leviosa. Yeah, what if you Wingardium Leviosa's the... Flippendo is the oh, knockback spell. Flippendo. Oh, okay. God. But if I did that, would I have to maintain that as I walked over? JK. Yeah, maybe. I know, right? Yeah. I just wanted to not. I just wanted to think that... Okay, so Flippendo then. Yeah, all right. So Flippendo. Um, all right, so let's roll for it. So is that a charm? It is a charm. She's pretty good at charms. Yeah, I got a seven. Nice. Okay, yeah. Um, You managed to knock the bookcase over. All right, and then I'm just going to... Does it distract her? Oh, yeah. Um, she, like, freaks out and then runs over to it. And then, like, all of the books are, like... Like, this is her nightmare scenario. Oh, um, yeah. So... Why does every, like, non-teacher staff member just... They're in, like, the exact wrong job. Right? Filch yeah. and her and, and like, Madame Pomfrey. It's, yeah. like, every single one of them is, like, what are all these kids doing at this school? Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, Haggard is the only person who's suited to his job, and then he gets the wrong job. Yeah! <laughs> it's really true. <laughs> Oh, you're too happy as faculty. You're, you're, uh, or you're too happy as, as ground, groundskeeper. Yeah. groundskeeper yeah. <laughs> Let's give you a job you're underqualified for. Oh, poor Hagrid. Yeah, he's got a hard time. Um, well, I've got the book. Oh, well. Uh, bloody hell, Luna. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, well, well done, Luna. Uh, very, uh, very when well Ron done. says bloody, uh, there's a little alarm that appears because cursing in the library is. <laughs> Does my infants respond to that? Uh, so basically, a little red X appears over your mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> It doesn't oh, prevent what? you from doing anything. It's just like oh, bloody hell! Oh, <laughs> bloody hell! Oh, cool. So you've got the book. Now you just have to sneak it out of the library. Sneaky. So what's your plan? This is as far as mine went. I, I didn't have a plan. Um, well, give it to Ron, and he can just run out. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> he's our tank. <laughs> 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 You've got the notice. He's your tank. Uh, sure, I'll, I'll try. I'll try anything twice. I mean, there's no. Once the book's out of the forbidden section, we haven't seen that there's any additional charm to for so removal to speak. from the yeah. library or additional jinx. Uh, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, but the thing is, it's not that there's gonna be an alarm. It's that Madame Pince is looking for people who are dashing out of the library, looking suspicious. Oh, right Run now. away! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, make a, I guess, an athletics check? Uh, yeah, you can make a... Run uh, away! Uh, uh, agility? Got, yeah, you yeah, yeah, sure. Strength? Vigor? His vigor is just that he can take a punch, so I think it's just... Agility? I mean, you know I'm a broomstick with you, so... Yeah. You're not flying. So that would be cool. Uh, six. Okay, hey. you successfully run away. Run away? The, the, bo- the rest of you just, like, sort of walk away normally. Like, no one's going to say anything to Hermione Granger in the library, so... And everyone is trying to keep their their distance from Luna because Luna's sad and has no friends. I'm not sad. That's true. But I don't have any Any friends. friends. And that's okay. 
Um, <sighs> Ron, you really should get in better shape. Yeah, you only ran like 80 feet. <laughs> <laughs> There's no physical fitness at all for wizards. This is, this is fair. <laughs> it's fair. Like, Honestly, you know. I'm surprised adult wizards can even lift like a cup. <laughs> yeah, good point. What about the Minister of Magic's fitness test? Don't you kids all have to do that? Well, I did do fle- flexed arm hang. <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys have the book now. Where are you guys gonna go to, like, Moaning Myrtle's bathroom? Obviously. Yeah, isn't that the prefix bathroom? Or is no, it no, it's not. no. It used to be. It used to be the prefix bathroom, but it's that's not right. anymore. It, it, was it? Right. No, that's the whole thing about the Chamber of Secrets, right? Like it, it, like doesn't? Isn't there a reason that that bathroom was not often used, which is why it ends up being? Wasn't it just Myrtle? Myrtle? No, because no, I mean it's why I mean it's when Myrtle died she took right, the residence. Right, I right, didn't right. Know that. What? No, it's there's it's I haven't read book two in a while, but there's something about that bathroom that is like that is like at the time Tom Riddle was there. Weird. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, at any rate, um, I think Whatever. either the prefix bathroom, which you two have access to, but Luna or Myrtle. Well, but you can I let mean, people. You, in. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Because like, um, I really need to go. Didn't Cedric Diggory let Harry use yeah. the prefix oh, bathroom, yeah. which has a bathtub, and he gave him the password for also it? Also, the so. prefix bathroom's cool. It sounds no toilets, just one big bathtub. <laughs> yeah, where everyone like poops. A, like all bathrooms. <laughs> yes. You just poop in the you just poop in the bathtub. Did you guys read the? Um, this is so like not on topic, but the the J.K. Rowling wrote like three little mini books. Of course, just, yeah. that was so interesting when she was like. Yeah, the one muggle thing that they did was add plumbing to the castle. Right. Because before they were just, like, <laughs> shitting in buckets or something. <laughs> yeah. It's actually weird because it's weird that wizards wouldn't just shit and then make it disappear. But I guess maybe... It has to go somewhere. There's well, that There's that law that Hermione references in the seventh book. Yeah, like, it has to be conserved. Every, it, the matter has yeah, to go yeah. somewhere. That's true, so well, I guess you can't do that. I was thinking about this, too. They're kind of like the Amish where they picked a certain time period to stop. Yeah. yeah they no. have, like, elevators. They have, like, radios. Well, they have certain so technology. The, and actually, on Pottermore, she talks about this. That like historically there is a certain time that they stop, and it's somewhere around like 1700 because it's when persecution started. And right, they and they decide to leave. Yeah, they went into secrecy, so that's like they still wear robes. They like a lot of like their culture is stuck there. That's so interesting. Read everything on but Pottermore still... that she wrote. You will like freak out. It's so much fun. I th- but they still had the concept of an elevator. They have yeah, elevators. Magical... They, do have, they do have radios. Yeah. For sure. So did they develop oh, that there's independently a, there's a whole on their article own? About no, radios. Not. Oh yes, my there god, is. that's crazy. Guys, yeah. So, so they developed radios all on their own. Then no, they didn't. They they actually they did adapt the Muggle invention, but they got really into it and created and modified them to have wizard specific radio stations. Mm-hmm. Well, because regular of like podcasts, regular <laughs> electronics don't work in Hogwarts, right? So they right. had to. <sighs> we went through this in one possible discarded way. This was going to go, which is yes. too bad. Uh, I had a. There was a scene where you and Arthur Weasley were going to go to. I called this chapter. <laughs> the non-shrieking shack, you would go to the radio shack and have to get a bunch great, of... But it doesn't make sense. I mean, we can try it. Like, maybe yeah. we'll go in that direction. Uh. We'll see. But um, I really just wanted Arthur Weasley walking through a radio shack with you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> There's, uh, like, one muggle store in Hogsmeade, and yeah. it's a radio shack. <laughs> yep. It's the last one in existence. <laughs> yeah. Radio you know Fred and George would be, like, super into RC cars, though. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. They, they buy, they like, tiny little... actually had them growing up, because Arthur probably got them for oh, them. Oh, well, so they grew up in, like, the late 80s, right? So that's, like, yeah. prime... Prime RC prime, car time. Prime RC car time. Okay. Anyway. This is all really good, and I am actually definitely keeping up. When this, are but... we going to start our, like, never tell me the pods, but... Never tell me the potters. Fuck! Never tell me the potters! When are we going to do that? I would do that April thing. 1st. I would do that thing hardcore. Oh, my... Please, though, for real. I would okay. do that thing. I would do that thing. I love Harry Potter so much. It's so uh, important to me. I wrote so much fanfic, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Anywho. Oh God, what were we doing? We, uh, oh, I think we were playing Zelda. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Contra- uh, the uh, the law of magical contracts. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. which we bathroom are you guys going to? Oh, we were trying Mo- to think of bathroom. Moaning Myrtle's way better. All right. Um, and that's where everyone goes to do like their dirty deeds. Actually, I think, yep. it's, just, I think it's just the trio. And and uh, uh, Malfoy goes oh, in there to cry. Oh, that's true. Oh, and oh, uh, God, Voldemort. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's true. Well, but he had no choice. That's true. That's true. Okay, so. Salazar Slytherin was like a pervert. Yeah, he's yeah. the one who put the entrance in the girls' bathroom. Well, as like I, a, no, a, to be fair, at the time that he would have put the entrance in, it wouldn't. Oh, have been sure, a bathroom. sure. Although maybe, maybe they just put the bathrooms in where that's the where, shit, they, where the that's shit where they put the buckets. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh, remember when Dumbledore is like he's talking about the room requirement? It's a room filled with chamber pots. That reminded me that they use chamber pots, and that's it, so gross. Yeah, it well, seems like primarily the room of requirement functions as a bathroom when people need to like take a shit, like. That's mentioned multiple times. That's so awful. You need to hide something or you need to just poop now. Yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now. I um, wish I had a room of requirements. <laughs> <laughs> also, Dumbledore like doesn't have a an ensuite bathroom in his office or his, Apparently his not. bedroom. No, he does. He just had to poop so bad that he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he's an emergency <laughs> and I need it now. <laughs> he's old. Okay. So uh so you guys get to the uh, you get to Morning Myrtle's bathroom and um so Morning Myrtle is like um Morning? Oh hello! <laughs> you're Hi, playing, you're she's, playing Morning Myrtle now. She's so she's so like se- in the movie. She's like very sexy about everything that she says. She's horrible. Uh, she's disappointed that Harry isn't with you. So. Oh, where's Harry? Uh, he's not with us, Myrtle. Good, good, good to see you. Good to see you too. We just we were going to do something over here. We just have to read a book. Harry hasn't visited me in so long. Yes, he's been <laughs> quite busy, Myrtle. Hmm. The last time I saw him, he was in the tub. He takes baths down here. No, he was in the prefix bathroom. Oh. I've seen you there too, Ronald. (laughs) Bloody hell. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, all right then, Myrtle. Uh, Luna, have you met Myrtle? Hi, Myrtle. Good to see you again. Do you come down here too, Luna? Oh, yes, to read. Oh, well, perfect. That's what we need to do. Have you read any good books lately, Luna? I'm trying to get back into the Scarlet Letter. I just oh, can't get my hands on Oh, that's one of my it. favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I used to read muggle books all the time when I could hold them in my hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so empathetic. I'm trying to. <laughs> How about this? When Ron finally gets us this book, I'll hold it open for you. Turn the pages. Yeah, <laughs> we can read it together. Hermione. That'd be so lovely. We just gotta wait for Ron to follow through on his promise. Hurry up, Ron! <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell! <indeed. laughs> um, okay, so you guys are flipping through and you're trying to figure out. Uh, the good reading light is over here. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> surprisingly touching moment in the girls' bathroom. <laughs> uh, so according to your research, this needs to be like a combination of the fernunculus, as you said, because you're set on pimples. Um, veritaserum, uh, because Ooh, right. y- it needs to be about telling the truth and making sure that you're not um, breaking a vow. And for whatever reason, Seneca snake root. Seneca snake root, the only way to get it is in Snape's uh, locked cabinets. Um, but there is a substitution you can make of scale scratch. I imagine that this goes into the ink. That that you would 
like I've actually mm, wondered about yeah. that, but maybe it just goes into the ink rather than mm -hmm. parchment, and that way, yeah. you, everybody uses the same pen to sign up, and that's how. Yeah, you and you can it. also test it uh, with the with the quill that you yeah. use and figure that out. You can so anyway, but an alternate way to get it is scale scratch, which is like a weird weed that grows in S Scottish locks, like underwater. Interesting. Well, uh, who fancies a trip into Snape's cabinets after hours? I wouldn't mind going for a swim. It's There's all kinds of scale scratch in the lake. I see it sometimes when I get flushed down the toilet. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I suppose that works just as well then. Um, fancy a swim, everyone? Oh, it's far too deep for people. You'll have to talk to the mermaids. I suppose so. I've never talked to them before. I, I guess we can go down and They're ask. oh so mean. Well, I'm sure that we can convince them that it's an important, important job. I've always wanted to ride a mermaid. That's so rude. <laughs> it seems really inappropriate. That, that is very rude. I feel like you'd go so fast. Well, I guess we'll uh, go for a swim right after dinner then. <laughs> Everybody knows that you need to swim right after you eat. <laughs> Set your time tuners to two weeks from now for the next installment of our Harry Potter adventure. Send comments to at adventure underscore OSN on Twitter. Adventure is part of the One Shot Podcast Network. The One Shot Network is currently hosting a Patreon drive to prepare for its fourth anniversary. The network is funded almost entirely by listeners who support us on Patreon. That pays for equipment and games, takes us to conventions, and helps support the people who bring you these shows. We're hoping to bring you even more contributors, and to do it we're bringing back one of the most popular actual plays OneShot has ever done. In order to unlock Feng Shui 3 is the anniversary series that OneShot will feature in August. We want to increase our Patreon to $7,500 a month. If you listen and like what we do, consider supporting us at the $5 level. That gets you access to the Secret Archive where you'll be able to listen to the first part of Feng Shui 3 right now. Just head over to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast for more information. See you next time, heroes.